Welcome to I Got Back Up. I'm Talia Lazarus, creator of I Got Back Up. And in August 2021, I was in a road accident. I didn't walk for 10 weeks. I had knee surgery that September and a second double knee surgery in February 22. My journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. We don't realize how much we take for granted until it is all taken away. The day I was able to get a glass of water all by myself was one of those little moments in life. Everyone has a story, and as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up or how something happened, but we don't discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness, the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have a chance to change your story, your outcome, your next chapter. You can face all your hurdles, obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone. We recover together. On today's episode, I'd like to introduce Lou Collins. Lou was diagnosed with anorexia nearly nine years ago. And today we talk through her journey of living with an eating disorder, with changing perspectives, discovering new hobbies and learning how to have a healthy relationship with food in your body. Remember to reach out because a problem shared is a problem halved. Hey Lou, how are you? I'm doing okay, thank you. Good. So I'm really happy that you reached out and that we got introduced. Um, I just wanted to ask, what made you want to reach out in the first place? Because I know that I've been at a rock bottom point and I'd like to help as many people to be able to speak about their difficulties and be able to move on as well. And so that's kind of why you want to tell your story then today. Yeah, definitely. I think we should all use each other's stories to make us stronger together. No, awesome. I I couldn't agree any more with you. Well, then, you know, the floor is over to you and tell us all about your story and your journey. So I got diagnosed with anorexia um, nearly nine years ago, but I had been struggling with my eating for a long time before that. I felt so mentally low that I turned to food because when I didn't eat, it made me feel numb. I felt nothing. I didn't want to feel anything because when I did feel it was so horrible. Um, And I wanted to be invisible because if people didn't see me, they couldn't hurt me. I felt safe. So things got pretty bad and I ended up in hospital. I had to be tube fed and restrained. But I am now, having been to hospital, have had therapy, I am now at the other side, I'm living independently, I'm able to eat, to drink, to go out and to live life. Don't get me wrong, I still have my struggles, but my quality of life is so much better than when I first went into hospital. So obviously, just want to touch base on why you obviously were in hospital. Um, So I was in hospital because I had got to a physically very dangerous point. My weight was extremely low. And also on the mental side, like I wasn't able to make the right decisions. I thought that food was evil and bad and I totally didn't deserve it. And the doctor said that if I continued, I wouldn't be alive today. 
Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting the relationship that a lot of people have with food these days um, and kind of where it takes people. Um, do you, can you recall why you felt invisible? So I, I never felt invisible, but I wanted to feel invisible. So in my head, the smaller I was, the more invisible I was. And then, yeah, people wouldn't see me. People wouldn't hurt me. I'd be protected. I'd be safe. I kind of felt invincible when I wasn't eating. Like no one could hurt me. And I wanted that safety. Yeah, I wasn't in the right way. And I've learned that now. But at the time, that just was the most logical thing for me. And then where was your turning point, would you say? When was the moment? Obviously, you were in hospital, but where do you feel as yourself was your turning point to realise to realize the situation of what was happening? Um, so when I was with therapists, really realising how much my illness had stolen from me and that I wasn't able to do anything that I'd worked for, that I enjoyed, couldn't spend enjoy spending time with my mum or family or anyone like it completely isolated me and having that realization that actually I myself have ruined my quality of life I was like well I need to change this and from that point in therapy I started working with them rather than against them yeah because therapy therapy is a hit and miss I'd say because I believe what I mean by hit and miss is that some people believe in it and some people don't. Um, And that's kind of where I find that a lot of people have a stance. I've had mixed reviews on people that talk about therapy. Kind of what, what would you say if somebody was going through something, you know, would you recommend therapy and and why? Um, I definitely would recommend therapy. However, I think finding the right therapist is really important. I've had, so many therapists throughout my years of being unwell and not all of them like therapeutically match like not everyone has the right style like for me I need a gentler nicer approach while some people kind of need like the harsh truths of reality and that just totally switches me off um but I think it's a space to talk and to recognize that actually your feelings are completely valid and that you're not alone was and it's also sometimes easier to speak to someone who's not your family who's not your friends who are completely impartial to that yeah because that's the thing is a lot of people when they're going through anything they don't necessarily want to speak to well when they realize that they're not speaking out it's because they don't really want to speak to their nearest and dearest and their loved ones so when a therapist gets involved um sometimes it can be easier to speak to somebody that's kind of an outsider to the situation definitely no, of course. Um, so obviously, with regards to your mental health, you know, you said that it got to a pretty dark place. You know, how did it really make you feel? Um, I felt awful. I hated the, the feeling of waking up every morning, realizing there was another day to go. I wouldn't, I wasn't able to function at all. Like, I, if I was when I was awake, I was crying. I was having panic attacks. I just couldn't do anything. So it was quite debilitating. And it's been a, it's been a seven year, it's been a seven year process for you, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, I've been diagnosed for nine years, but seven years of like real difficulty. Yeah, no, of course. And 
you know, you said the you said that you're on a you've kind of turned a new leaf now. So how how would you feel today when you wake up in the morning? So don't get me wrong, things aren't perfect. I have my bad like everyone else does, but I I choose to eat, I choose to keep going, I choose the right things. And so I can enjoy things like I'm enjoying hobbies that I didn't know or remembered I had. Just, yeah, that day to day, not feeling like it's a chore to wake up. It's, yeah, I'm just living my life. But yeah, there are bad days. There are good days. No, of course. And I think that's, that's, that's the summary of everything is there are always good days and bad days. And it'd be a lie to say that every day from here on now for everyone in general is going to be good because that's, I guess that's living, isn't it? There's good days and bad days. It's the roller coaster. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, uh, it's really good to hear that that's where you are when you wake up now. Yeah. What are the, what are the, what are the hobbies that you've recently discovered then that you didn't before? Um, So it was a hobby when I was a child and growing up. But since being unwell, I didn't have time for it or want to do anything for enjoyment. But um, cross stitch and embroidery is something I really enjoy. And because it's quite like you have to concentrate. It's quite like mindful and relaxing to do. Yeah, that's a really interesting one. I love the sound of that. Yeah, I'm totally immersed and like fully like in the moment rather than thinking of what all the bad things going around my head. So it's really nice to connect yeah that's definitely it it's finding the right hobby whether it's something artistic even if it's music or sport or anything which which kind of takes you away not takes you away but puts you completely in the present moment that's the correct way to say it um completely puts you in the present moment and you're able to put all your mind and focus onto that one hobby or activity Definitely. Um, yeah, I've gained hobbies and it's just enjoyment in your day to day life that when I was so mentally unwell, I couldn't do that. Yeah, it's, it's almost like finding the small things. Definitely. Yeah. So you're going to be a uh, we'll see all your cross stitching in. A, you'll be selling it soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Right to be. okay maybe maybe not that far you know never say never (laughs) uh well thank you for this have you got any advice to anybody uh that's going through I I I guess a similar situation to yourself or you know every story is different but everyone relates in a different way so you know kind of to anybody that's going through going through a tough time to reach out to realize that it's normal to feel difficult you're not the only one in the world you're not alone and just to accept help like don't push it away because I think that was my biggest downfall was pushing away help because I thought I could do it all by myself but as soon as I started letting people in that's when things turned around yeah I I couldn't agree with you more it's it's kind of the acceptance of you know, first of all, you're not alone. And second of all, it is okay to ask for help. And kind of once you do start to ask for help, whatever the help is, as soon as you ask for help, it's like the barriers open and um, things things can really start to get better. Yeah, definitely. It's like you, they say a problem shared is a problem halved. Like once 
you have reached out is not all on you and actually people can help you rationalize your thoughts and be like actually this isn't the end of the world this is just a blip in in the way things of life so it puts it into perspective when other people see it yeah absolutely absolutely I love that I like the uh the problem shared as a problem halved yeah <laughs> well thank you very much Lou I have really really enjoyed talking to you today and getting to know you and like I said I'm really happy that you reached out to us thank you thank you Lou it's been a pleasure chatting with you today we really do recover together 